Hello, healthyish fam, and happy hump day. Do people actually, do people even say that anymore? I don't know. Anyway, today I am speaking with somebody who can definitely help us get over that midweek hump day slump. Her name is Emily Chadbourne, and she's definitely my kind of mindset coach. That is one that doesn't take herself too seriously. Have you got a friend or maybe a family member or colleague, someone who's just too damn upbeat all the time? Their lack of complaining or always perfect social media posts can make you feel like it feels like more like an attack than a source of inspiration when maybe you're not feeling so chirpy yourself. Now, I know that sounds a little bit mean-spirited because after all, I mean, what's so bad about being positive? Shouldn't we try to see the glass half full? Well, according to UK-born, Melbourne-based trained life coach Emily Chadbourne, a lot, actually. According to her, being overly positive can do more harm than good. I called her from Melbourne to ask why she thinks that mental fitness is just as important, if not more, than physical fitness, but also about the toxic difference between positivity and optimism. Hot tip, one is a lot better for you than the other. Emily, thank you so much for joining us on Healthyish today. How are you? I'm really well. Thank you so much for having me on. It's a pleasure. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you. Now, I am intrigued by um, a lot of the work that you do is in the personal um, growth and coaching space. But you've got this idea of mental fitness that I thought was really interesting and that I hadn't heard of before. Can you explain that to myself and our listeners as well? Yeah, sure. So... Mental fitness is, uh, the idea is that we spend a lot of our time and a lot of our money and a lot of our energy in looking after our physical fitness. We go to the gym, we are really careful about what we eat, some of us are uh, (laughs) dieters, some of us are vegans, we have all sorts of um, wonderful potions and and we get so obsessed with our physical fitness. Mm. But actually, I don't think there is enough credit given to mental fitness. So mental fitness is about, well, what do we feed our mind? How do we communicate with ourselves? What do we watch? What do we consume? Who do we hang out with? Because mental fitness underpins not just how we manifest results for ourselves, not just how we connect with each other, but also how we connect with ourselves, how we connect with the universe, how we connect with our communities, how we connect with money and how we connect with our health. Mm. So mental fitness is about training your brain in the same way that you would train your body in the gym Mm. or be careful about what nutrients you put into your body. Mm. And in exactly the same way that, you know, if I ate chocolate cake every day for a year and stopped going to the gym, you would see the physical manifestation of yeah, that probably. in my physical form. Yeah, probably. Probably. And I, or I'd be very lucky. Maybe. Those lucky people that can just eat cake. <laughs> um, and in, in the same way, how we feed our mind, how we speak to ourselves, the belief systems that we have, our mental fitness, if you like, will manifest in the results that we have. Mm. It will manifest in whether or not we go for the promotion, whether or not we start our side hustle, whether or not we are in healthy relationships with other people. Mm. So it's, it's as important important as your physical health if not more for me so is that a form of mindfulness would you say like just being aware of all that stuff or is it a step beyond that do you have to actually 
implement change? Yeah, I think mindfulness is a component of it. Absolutely. Um, Being consciously aware of our thoughts, being very curious about ourselves. I think one of the the best places to start is just to get really interested in yourself and not in a sort of narcissistic <laughs> that sounds way. very narcissistic like, <laughs> in, a, in a really curious way well why do I think about why do I self-sabotage in that way mm. why am I always beating myself up about this or about that who taught me that I'm not worthy who taught me that all relationships should be hard who taught me that making money is a bad thing to do or a good thing to do or you know whatever your belief system is get really curious about it Mm. And I think right now with in the middle of a global pandemic is the perfect time to be doing that. I was actually talking to some clients this morning about this. It's like COVID has been like this massive magnifying glass that suddenly swept over all of us. Oh, yes. And it's intensified all the stuff that was already there. Mm. So cracks in relationships have suddenly become amplified. Mm. Um, You know, maybe if you had some weak links in your business, that has suddenly become much more apparent to you. If you were, um, you know, struggling a little bit in your social circle, that's suddenly become a little bit more Mm. magnified and apparent Mm. for people. So now is the perfect time to be going, wow, that feels clunky. That feels weird. That feels a bit gross. Mm. Instead of trying to run away from it, I'm going to turn and I'm going to move towards it mm. yeah well i guess and we've I all got a bit of time on our hands <laughs> haven't we just haven't we just <laughs> got a good. bit more time on our hands yeah <laughs> yeah and i think one of the the best ways to use that time is to get really really um serious about this idea of optimism mm. so i have been thinking a lot about positive psychology recently because it's one of the components of the work that I teach my clients is this idea of like, if you can shift your thoughts to a more positive uh, frame, Mm. you will see more positive results in your life. Yeah, which I feel like everyone needs to do at the moment. Like it's it's hard to feel positive right now. (laughs) Exactly, isn't it just hard to feel positive right now? Yeah, a little bit. This has been presented to me over and over again, not just through my clients, but in my community, with my friends, and even with myself. You know, I've had Mm. days where I'm like, this is just like horrendous. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know what to do with myself in this Mm. moment right now. Mm. And the thing that I've landed on is that instead of striving for positivity right now, we need to start looking for optimism. And I think optimism is a great place to start your mental fit, your your, your mental fit journey. Mm. And what's what's the difference between the two then? Optimism is understanding, actually, sorry, let me first start with positivity. I think positivity is like synthetic happiness. Mm. Positivity is like spiritual bypassing. It's pretending that everything is okay when it's not okay. Yes. It's like saying, oh, I'm I'm nailing COVID. You know, we've all got <laughs> that one friend. Haven't we? We've all got that one idiot oh, who's yeah. just been like, I'm enjoying this. I'm, ha- I'm having God. a really lovely time. I know. And it doesn't help us because it makes us feel ashamed of how we are feeling. Mm. Mm-hmm. And when we feel shame around how we are feeling, I mean, if you want your mental health to decline, you should start adding shame to everything that you're thinking, (laughs) everything that you are doing. Just a side serve of shame. It'll (laughs) take you there. It it really will, won't it? Yeah. And so while we are pretending like everything is okay through this excess of positivity, all we're doing is we are creating shame for not just ourselves, pretending like we're okay when we're really not disconnecting from ourselves because we can't speak our truth and feeling therefore disconnected from our communities and each other, Mm. even more so. Mm. But we're also giving that to other people. 
Yeah. It's like unconsciously we're saying, actually, Sharon, you're not allowed to ha- to feel like your whole world's falling apart right now. You're not allowed to feel like your kids are doing your head in. It's mm. not OK that you are struggling in your relationship or financially or insert whatever it is here. Mm. We are unconsciously communicating to each other. You're not doing a good enough job and I'm doing better than you. And A, that's not true. And B, <laughs> that's not very nice. No, right? it's not very nice. But you're right. It doesn't <laughs> actually help your, if, if you're doing it you know, un- unconsciously. Even It doesn't help you either because you just feel like a bit of a fraud probably underneath, right? Yeah, absolutely. So you're also not accessing the help and support that you need mm, mm. because you're pretending like everything's okay. Yeah, right. So everyone is assuming that you're okay. And yeah. then, you know, you find yourself waking up at three o'clock in the morning going, I don't feel okay, <laughs> but I've been telling everyone I'm okay. So I kind of need to stick to my story totally. of being okay. My, my Instagram grid looks like in. I'm okay, so I need to keep up the facade. Absolutely. And everyone else's Instagram feeds look like they're okay as oh, well, right? No. But heaven forbid that I'm the one that turns around and goes, um, hand up at the back of the classroom, this isn't cool. Mm-hmm. So what's the... So f- that's what positivity is. Right. Um, I think optimism is allowing yourself to be very realistic about what is happening. Optimism is saying, right now, this sucks. Mm. Right now, I'm finding this hard. Right now, I'm a bit worried about my future and the uncertainty can be a little bit overwhelming and Mm. sometimes quite suffocating. Mm. Do you feel like that as well? Okay, great. Mm. We all feel like that. We're Mm. not alone. We're not crazy. This isn't something that we should be ashamed of. This is what I call being unashamedly human. This is what it is to be a human being in the middle of a global pandemic. Mm. I'm doing it right. This is a normal way to feel. Mm. Optimism is then about saying, this is how it is right now, but I have faith in the future. I have faith that I will get through this. I have faith that we will all, you know, come out the other side of this. And when and when that happens, let's make it something awesome. Mm. Yeah, it sounds a lot more, you know, grounded in reality, as you said. It sort of feels a bit more uh, tangible, I guess, than just saying, oh, this is great, I'm great, everything's great, charge on. Yeah, you know? look on the bright side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. So what would be something sort of a, a practical thing that someone could, people can do, li- listeners can do sort of today to, to kind of harness that optimism rather than trying to force positivity on themselves? Awesome. So I've got five things I run through for you really quickly. The first one is to cull your social media. Oh, yes. I need to do this. Stop stop following those people. Stop following the people who are either overly positive or who are very pessimistic because that doesn't help either. Mm. So we want to find a middle neutral ground where we're allowed to be, Mm. but we don't want to swing the other way to on pessimism and, and doom and gloom and just sharing stories about how hard it is because that just perpetuates the narrative mm. of how hard it is mm. so you know you don't necessarily and i don't care if they're your friends and family <laughs> they probably will be you can mute them you know you don't necessarily have to unfriend somebody oh, yes. but you can mute like them the mute and, and hide their content oh thank god for the mute function thank goodness yes yeah so that's the first thing the second thing will be Um, to really monitor what you are feeding your mind in terms of news Mm. and where you're getting your news from. Mm. So at the moment in the media, we're seeing a lot of sensationalism and a lot of potential outcomes that aren't real. But the moment we hear them, we begin to feel like they're real. Mm. So, you know, really monitor how much news you're watching and where you're getting your information from. And I suggest to my community that they go to their respective government websites find the information that they need in order to keep themselves abiding by the law and safe. And really, you don't need to know anything else right now. Mm. So 
just be very conscious of that. The third thing is to tap into communities where optimistic people are hanging out. And right now, especially like I'm here in Melbourne, so mm. that's all online for me at the moment. Yeah. Um, but, you know, really look for those communities of people and like there's a kindness groups and, you know, do like, pay it forward groups, it, communities where people are really showing up for each other and and choosing love over fear. And that mm. is a choice. And sometimes it's a hard choice to make. But if you are surrounded by other people who are making the choice to move to love and away from fear, then it's much easier for us to do that ourselves for ourselves. Mm. The fourth thing is to be um, very conscious of what your self-talk, where your self-talk is at right now. So really listen to how you're speaking to yourself and, and the sort of uh, fantasies that you are playing out in your mind. And start taking a little bit more control over... Um, what your imagination is doing mm. and just pull that back into line as and when you need to. Mm. So it's so easy to again. do as well to get carried away with an, and not so much a fantasy but sometimes like a nightmare like a, a bad scenario playing out and you absolutely uh, like just I'm the queen of catastrophization. From... Oh god me too. Yeah, yeah. I, I hold the number one title for that in the world <laughs> and so I have to really monitor that and that's what I mean about like having this um, self-awareness and mm. being curious about yourself and saying oh wow look here I am again like I, I need to witness myself having those thoughts yeah and then very kindly and very compassionately just be like come on and we don't do that right now or that's not going to be resourceful for us right now and you know bringing myself back into uh, the present moment and one mm. of the best ways to do that of course is to get out in nature and just to stand outside mm. look at the sky breathe by the ocean hug a tree if you're into it take your shoes and socks <laughs> off and stand in the grass and you know nature is is the most grounding and leveling vibrational energy that you can be around so um mm. that's a great way to get out of your head and back into your heart mm. um and then the fifth thing is to really connect to the things that you love you know like you said earlier we we are in a space right now where we've got a bit more time and so you know, really connect to your creativity and your playfulness. Um, and that doesn't mean you have to start, you know, quilting uh, or, <laughs> or no. any of that kind of stuff. God, no. <laughs> God, no. I'm I not. Did... Let's not craft, please. Let's yes. not. Please don't say craft. I am not a crafter. Me neither. I mean, Some people are. Like, oh, I just me, can't. Out. me too. Me too. <laughs> I can't deal with yeah. it. It makes me so anxious. No. <laughs> yeah, nor, nor can I. A friend of mine very wisely took away a glue gun from me once. She was like, <laughs> you shouldn't have that. I was like, that's that. Uh, for me, it's reading. That's my, uh, you know, my creativity is about appreciating other people's creativity a lot of the time. So, you know, I've been doing a lot of fiction reading recently um, and that's been the, the way that I have, you know, tapped into playfulness and allowed myself to be in imagination without, you know, catastrophization. So, mm. you know, find time in your day, even if you're homeschooling, even if you've got, you know, not everybody has more time necessarily in COVID because mm. a lot of people are working and a lot of people are working harder than ever. and. Mm. Um, homeschooling and all that jazz but you know do find time in your day to connect to the more playful part of you because mm. in that space of playfulness you will naturally find optimism mm. that's a really good point um, well gosh thank you I feel like you could chat to us about this forever um, but I will let you go thank you for joining us and I think that you've made some excellent points I'm definitely going to go and find a tree to hug and uh, and throw away my glue gun I think it'll help <laughs> <laughs> 
Thanks so much for having me. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling a lot more positive about the need to not be positive all the time, if that makes sense. Reality really is the antidote. So until tomorrow, stay safe, stay real and stay healthy-ish. Bye. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from.